Welcome to Grounded Sounds, where local music meets local business. This is a special message from your host, Jen. Unfortunately, my co-host, Abel, is out of town this week, but I had the unique experience to sit down with funeral pop duo MXMS right before their Tower Studio show in Oklahoma City. We also are able to air several songs from their live performance in the Tower Studio, so it's an interview and a performance you won't want to miss. Thank you for tuning in. You can find Grounded Sounds at Grounded Sounds on Instagram and Twitter and Grounded Sounds OK on Facebook. Thanks again and happy listening. Welcome to Tower Studio. This is Grounded Sounds. We are here in the studio with MXMS. Hello, guys. Hi. Hey. We have Ariel Levitan and Jeremy Dawson. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys are performing tonight in the studio. So um, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with me to sit down before the show. I know it's busy. Yeah. um, So welcome to Oklahoma. I know you guys are, you live in LA, but Jeremy, you're originally from Oklahoma. I am. So how is it to be back home and anything that sticks out about Oklahoma right now? It's totally different. Yeah. In a a good way. Oklahoma City is. there's no doubt in my mind that Shawnee, where I'm from, has not changed whatsoever, <laughs> except for the, this blog I saw that Shawnee was voted most white trash city in a huge area uh-huh. with the highest meth per capita user and arrest ratio. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah. 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 It's got, it's yeah. A fast moving <laughs> situation. <laughs> That's right. But, um, but no, it's, it's an to, award. to talk about Oklahoma City, I mean, Shawnee will, will, do, will just be Shawnee. That's just what it is. But, like, I was driving through Crown Heights, mm-hmm. and um, there's no longer El Camino engines hanging from trees. <laughs> everything's painted. Yes. Everything's mowed. Yep. Um, it's really it's expensive now. It's just crazy. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, my friend just bought a house, and I was like, you paid what? Mm-hmm. My house. I used to live, I lived on 1812 Gatewood. So if you guys want to go there and knock on the door, <laughs> bug those guys. I, it was a five-bedroom house. Three car garage, front and backyard, and basement, seven fifty a month. <laughs> I love it. In I the love in what I don't know what year it was. That house today sold a few months ago for seven hundred thousand dollars because that whole neighborhood. When I lived there, there were tweakers making stairwell railings out of daybed ends <laughs> yes. at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And um, they thought that I was part of the Secret Service because I had this, like, storm-chasing van <laughs> in my driveway that had, like, antennas all over it. And they'd come over like, hey, man, are you FBI? <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm Secret Service. He's like, I was like, we don't, we don't mess with drugs. We just protect people. He's like, oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> and, we, and we would just sit there and watch. They'd, like, start painting stuff, and there's, like, kids running around. <laughs> but that neighborhood is totally different now Oklahoma City is totally different I mean I guess it's, the thunder had a huge part of this yeah absolutely. Um, and uh, the biggest part of this is the generations of people growing up in Oklahoma are not their parents mm-hmm. and that's that's a nationwide thing we're not our parents yeah we're not you know we're not all racist conservative Christian people we're um, we're like we have our, we were free thinking to choose our own situation mm-hmm. and that brings culture, diversity, art and in all cities, like even like Birmingham, Alabama, look at South Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina is a completely different state now because of millennials and 30 somethings that are 
that are um, that are different ways of thinking. It's not mom and dad's way of thinking. And, I, and I'm maybe that was true in the past too, but I don't really think so. I think my parents are just like their parents in some ways, mm-hmm. but this new generation is very different. Yeah. My opinion, but yeah, it's kind I, of factual yeah. too. I feel like yeah, I think there's a lot of new awareness, especially and information getting to people that may not have had access to it in the past and with technology and all that. Yep. That's the technology thing too. Don't get me started. I'll talk all day. (laughs) Well, you guys are described as a funeral pop post-punk kind of goth spirit project. Um, Many, you know, you don't see that genre description often. So um, can you tell us about how your sound came together and what molded it and what you guys would describe yourself even further as? Um, we started, I hate those multi questions because I, I forget them. I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. I put um, you on the spot. Uh, no, we, um, I, um, I'm also in another band and I was home from tour and just sort of burnt. And, um, and I, my, I started out playing piano as a kid. So I'm, I'm like tooting around on an actual piano and I, I wrote part of a song and I was looking for someone to sing it. And um, my business brain was like, I'll just maybe get some other artist to record it. And I couldn't find anybody who wanted to sing this song. Mm-hmm. It was really dark. Mm-hmm. And a friend said, hey, there's this girl that just moved here from New York. She's looking for kind of what you're looking for. She's probably actually a lot weirder than you are. <laughs> I was like, that's not possible. <laughs> um, he was right. <laughs> and I met Ariel. She just moved to L.A., um, you know, tell her a little bit like, like where you came from, Berkeley. From New York. Um, I went to Berkeley for two and a half years and, uh, left, actually left in the middle of my third year and moved out to LA. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I was looking for somebody to work with that kind of had the same vision that I had and I couldn't really find anyone, believe it or not. Now it's different. I feel like dark music is kind of coming to the surface a little more, but mm-hmm. three or four years ago that, that wasn't the case at all. It was still very much, um, the opposite. So, uh, so yeah, so I met Jeremy and we immediately clicked and, and, uh, just it was like we were brother and sister or something and just, um, immediately started cranking out songs and and working together. It was a pretty natural fit right away, or did you guys have to work at it for a while, or was it? Um... I mean, we fight more now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but over just the stupidest stuff, like, and usually what we're fighting about is it's not that. It's like I had a bad day, or she did. <laughs> usually she did <laughs> and then it comes to the table just like any relationship with a like a roommates or a husband wife or brother sister so like but um we um but yeah, as far was, as creatively creatively it was, it was like i was in a really dark place and she's just perpetually in a dark place mm-hmm. um for a number of reasons and we were we sat down and we were like like screw it let's just like get really honest Mm -hmm. and um you know let's sort of peel off the layers of the onion and let's take the 
let's take the the filter off the microphone and and write down what we're really feeling because I'm pretty sure other people are feeling this too and maybe they don't want to talk about it but right. they can relate to it and we started to get that down you know things with like depression abuse addiction mm-hmm. get that stuff down on paper look at it what does that look like what does that sound like and we started to dive into um all those various facets and then it it became a thing we started playing like coffee shops and it started out in just a piano and a vocal yeah. so we would roll out this blanket that we affectionately called the downtown <laughs> blanket i don't know if you know anything about downtown la and skid row mm-hmm. it's it's stinky and there's a lot of homeless and a lot of poo-poo and yeah heroin needles there last march yes. right so yeah. you know mm-hmm. and we would roll this blanket out on top of all that and we had this like ship battery from like a marine battery and we would hook up a little mixer and i'd bring a piano and a mic and we'd have 60 candles around us and we would just play and people would just start walking up and they would just stand there like, what is going on? We had these big hoods on and we did that and we started playing like LACMA, like the museums. And then we played fashion week and we started just sort of going in the back door of like art and fashion. And, um, and then we've grown and emerged into, we started adding different elements so that some of the music that we're heavily influenced by, like, like Massive Attack and Tricky and Aphex Twin. And then there's so much new music out there that's amazing. And we just sort of, we're in the sort of mid-metamorphosis into this sort of dark trip-hop, don't know what to call it, real sort of synth-driven piano dark music that's still kind of almost pop, but it's not. I don't know. Well, and you talked about um, when you first met and you're beginning to surface a lot of things that you wanted to bring to the surface, obviously, with whether that's depression, addiction, abuse. Um, You know, it's one thing to do that as a solo artist and do that by yourself. But what was that like doing it with you guys were strangers, basically, when you met. So what was that process like for you guys to begin to start to uncover and bring to light some of these really, really dark hard issues with each other and with a new person. Was that really vulnerable or was that natural or was it rocky? It's interesting because I feel like in the beginning, a lot of it was unspoken and it was just kind of this like, like psychological mutual understanding without actually openly talking about it. We just kind of, it started to come out actually, I feel like through writing Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, and, and it's funny, it wasn't until after some of these, like, um, really honest songs we wrote did we actually kind of talk about that stuff in depth, but in the beginning it was all, it was all just expressed through art. Mm-hmm. And you talked about how you feel like darker music is beginning to become more popular. We talked about how we're a different generation from our parents, um, and I think that all ties into we are maybe more expressive, more vulnerable, more vocal about some of these issues that maybe were swept under the rug in generations past. What do you feel like the importance of that is to bring some of these issues to light, and how do you guys feel like your music plays into that? I think that um, what's happening in our world right now, not to name incidents, people, places, or things, but just the overall discomfort mm. that we all feel, the 
the the sleeping pills that we have to take that we never used to have to take the yeah. that causes a, a very paradigm-esque shift in art mm. um, and if you look back to the different swings go take a look at who was president during that swing take a look at what war was happening during that swing and you'll start to see this correlation mm-hmm. so to bring a positive out of a very dynamic negative that we're in we we started when things were quiet a few years ago now they're not so quiet and it's literally become this sort of rush of energy um where we're starting to play these huge festivals and there's 19 year olds showing up and they're pissed off and they want to scream and they want to dance and they want to just do something forget yeah yeah um the, and then or you could just pretend like nothing's wrong and keep listening to the chain smokers it's whatever you want to do <laughs> i don't know but but that's not what's happening to our fans and if they want to listen to the chain smokers that's okay too. it's okay but like yeah that um we are we 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 played like we were in like Minneapolis and Denver and I was just like man there's you know how is this going to go over and there's this line and people are like your music does this and this for me you know my I've been on this medication since I was 14 and no one's ever talked about it and she talked about it or y'all talked about it and we've just had we feel like we're we're on this this sort of ride carried by reality yeah. that's happening and the, the reaction of other people including us like just it, it's affecting our writing mm-hmm. just like it's affecting our sleep and your sleep and everyone's sleep so that's the deal and i think it's interesting there's a juxtaposition with you know again a, a darker sound darker music there's a light with that you are bringing people you're bringing light to people you're bringing hope to people that may have had issues or um, circumstances that they weren't able to talk about. And it sounds like they're coming to you and saying, I can talk about this now because you talked about it. Yeah. And I think that's pretty awesome. That's, that's really cool. Um, MXMS stands for me and my shadow, which was a 1927 song. Mm-hmm. Um, does that, is that a kind of a play off that song at all? Or was it completely unique to you guys? Um, it was unique to, we actually, or at least I found out about the song after, um, after we we started this but uh it's kind of a um it's kind of a play on words in the sense that like we're talking about alter ego other personalities um you know shadow represents something that's maybe repressed with inside you that you you know that isn't on the surface um, so it kind of has, for us, it has multiple meetings and I don't think we've ever talked about like outwardly, you know, in public, what, what we like, this is kind of our first time. So, yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad that we could be a platform here today <laughs> at Tower Studio. Um, well, you've been releasing singles since 2015 is when you guys started. Is that correct? Um, any plans for a full length? Yes. It's almost done. Um, we're releasing a new song, um, November seventh. Yeah, first week. November seventh? Nice. Question mark. Okay, great. It, it is happening. I just don't want to say the wrong date. Um, mm. Then we're doing. Uh, we did a Christmas song, believe it or not, 
it's horrifyingly sad, but it's a Christmas <laughs> song. Like you will not want to hang the tree up. You want to hang from the tree. Right, right. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to that. <laughs> no, we, we, we're really excited about it. It's, um, we redid, I guess we could talk about it. it yeah, Carol of the Bells trouble. in a really cinematic, crazy way. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the title, Carol of the Bells, just remember Home Alone. Mm-hmm. The dun, 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 when they're running around the house, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, it was, that's, um, but it's such a, in the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, I just knocked out of the part too when they do that crazy thing. Yeah. But we just took it down the, down the road. It's a really fun song. Yeah. But full length, um, it's 2018. Great. For sure. Mm-hmm. Good. That's good to know. Well, you guys recently re- released, um, is it I Revenge? Yes. On, um, this year. Mm-hmm. And so tell us a little bit about what that song's about for you guys. And um, <laughs> Tell the truth. Um, so this song is, uh, I Revenge is, is um, metaphorically about, um, actually, no, it's, it's <laughs> metaphorically Literally. in real life, in real life. It's written from, yeah, it's, it's about, um, finding out that your boyfriend cheated on you and actually cutting his balls off. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think, I think sometimes when relationships end females, like, you know, girls, it, it's, there's a party that kind of goes crazy depending on on how it ends goes crazy and you you're at a loss of ways to express yourself Mm -hmm. so I just really wanted to write a song where um you know we went all the way to the wall (laughs) the absolute extreme and I think um I think people could definitely identify with it yeah it definitely captures that intensity I mean Mm -hmm. I've been listening to it and I've been you know honing in on you know the lyrics and the sounds and it is it does capture that emotion I mean you feel so much emotion from it and um you know from what you're explaining it's it's even that desperation when you've lost somebody and you're Mm -hmm. pissed off yeah and you want to like at a loss go crazy Yeah, yeah you just yeah so that's um well that's Good to know. Now I like hearing insights about <laughs> songs and where they come from. Any other um, background you want to give to uh, your previous music, your upcoming music, anything you want to share as far as what kind of messages are you wanting to share with your listeners, with the world? Um, kind of that idea. Yeah. Um, coming up, uh, you know, as we're writing, we're, I think we're, we're definitely feeling kind of like what Jeremy said, how everyone else is feeling right now. And, um, and everybody has different ways of showing it extreme or non. And we're just, we're trying to, to be a platform for all those voices and to, um, to just express feelings because feelings themselves are taboo. I feel like even still in 2017. Yeah. So we're trying to break the stigma as, as far as we can go. And do you guys write together? I mean, is there a, was, do one of you write, do you, you write more or less than the other? How do, how does that writing process work for you guys? Um, lyrically. And, yeah. Lyrically, yeah. It, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, um, there'll be a concept that one of us came up with and then, um, there's some songs that are autobi- autobiographical where, um, like, I can just talk to her mm-hmm. or no, I can just listen to her, write down what she says, 
and then go back and format that into it's more of a poetic way of saying it and then format that into lyrics and prose and then try to put a melody to it mm-hmm. and some stuff um we just hash it out literally scream at each other for <laughs> days <seven hours>. yeah. <laughs> over what it should be and it's painful i'm, I'm a stubborn garbage person sometimes <laughs> same we're both taurus so we're just <laughs> yeah so we're just like yeah thudding horns yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but at the end of the day and i keep telling her this just um it's like god that was that, that was such a battle and i'm like look at the product mm-hmm. and it's like yeah and then, like a you know a, a really bad metaphor it's like you know i wonder what my mom had to go through for nine months to create a, a human mm-hmm. and then the whole childbirth thing like with metaphorically in the songwriting process like it's not supposed to be like this thing i mean i guess it, it can be whatever it is but for us it's it's a challenge to get to the end where mm-hmm. both of us are happy but we just keep doing it and it keeps working so yeah. it's cool yeah and they're growing pains and yeah. that's how we we do grow from pain right yeah. and mm-hmm. that's i think a lot of what you guys are expressing even in your music of yeah you know when you go through this pain there's something that comes out of it um and i that was one of my questions when you were saying that you're fighting um because you had said i read in an interview that when you first met um, Ariel, Ariel, sorry. No <laughs> um, I realized I said your name wrong at first. So I'm trying to re- okay, <laughs> backtrack. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you prefer what, Ariel or? Um, it's uh, my mom. I'm so used to my mom always correcting people that it's Ariel, <laughs> but I'm, I'm so like, uh, you know, oblivious to it at this point. It's, I don't know. Just, it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you first met, I read that you had written a song that you expressed scared you. Correct. Is that it was like a really dark song that you mm. you were even, um, and so and then she is your voice for that, right? So it's like she's your 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 songbird over here that is singing the your words and your lyrics, and um, and then also you express you have the song your newest one that's from a female perspective, and so mm-hmm. what is that like um, on a, from a male female perspective? Of how do you guys? It sounds like you obviously have a long process of writing together, but is that um, is that a big part of maybe even your fights of like this is my voice and then this is my voice and we have completely different ideas or perspectives how do you come together on that is that a a male female thing or is it just a human thing yeah I think so I think um I think it's that gray area and and you know to come full circle me and my shadow it's like we're constantly weaving in and out of um of that um I'm trying to think of a recent example or what do you think Oh, shit. Sorry. Doors are open. Hey, doors are opening. That's a great thing. <laughs> um, I the question. Well, we can wrap up. We were just talking about kind of the male versus female voices um, oh. from your writing perspective and how that may um, well, affect your process. One, one thing is that, we, you know, even if I wrote 90% of a lyric, it's something that we agreed on mm-hmm. and edited together or something. It's never like, Hey, here's a whole song. Ready? One, two. And then just start singing it. It's like, what do you think of this idea? Do you want to add or subtract from this idea? And then we move. Then idea spawns a bridge or 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll let, I mean, she can speak for what she thinks about singing stuff. What do you, uh, well, and, that, and that sounds collaborative. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. well, we will, we'll let you play your show tonight, but yeah. where can um, people find you? Social media, website, all of that good all stuff. All the usual stuff. Cool. Run all that. I know. We always say just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. There's Google Google now. <laughs> hey guys, thank you so much for sitting down with thank me today. You. And, um, we just look forward to the show and thank thanks you. again so much for the interview. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Standing naked, looking up.
song is called Rx. Yeah. 
Animals I try 